It's recording. Hi, I'm Jessica, founder of the One in Five Project. We are a mental health. Uh, we are a mental health company trying to raise awareness and sharing each other's stories. Here I am with Rachel DaCosta, inspiration of mine, and just an amazing person overall. Rachel, would you tell me a bit about yourself? Hi, my name's Rachel. Um, I'm from Toronto, and I started a company called Self Love Supply with my friend Varhini. And Self Love Supply is an online space uh, dedicated to mental health, body positivity, self love, intersectional feminism, and we just want to create a really safe space and solid, supportive community for each other and get on the ground and do some events in our communities as well. That's great, Rachel. So talking about self-love, have you faced any obstacles in your life to, that led you to start this awesome company? Yeah, actually, when I was in my undergrad program, um, and I was in my third year, I really was struggling. I wasn't having a good time in school. I didn't like what I was studying. Um, I had a really hard time, you know, getting out of bed on some days. And mm -hmm. it kind of drove me to a point to, like, reevaluate what I was doing and, you know, do what was best for me and think about what does Rachel want and what does Rachel need to be happier. And, you know, it kind of made me think that self-love and putting myself first was really the key to all of it. So at that point, I, you know, it's not an overnight thing. And I think it takes a lot of practice and a lot of dedication. And you need to just, you know, put yourself first and do what's best for you all the time and be your own best friend. And I'm still learning. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And how has, well, like, basically, how did you come out stronger in order to start your company? Was there a moment when you said, this is what I want to do? A, a eureka moment? Um, you know, I don't know if it was so much of a moment as it was, it was more gradual for me, I guess. I ended up switching programs and switching universities and having a way better time and like really kind of figuring out what made me happy. And I decided I wanted to sort of find an outlet for myself to like share my struggles and just, you know, really it was more for me than for anybody else. I didn't expect it to turn into anything. So I started a blog dedicated to mental health and you know, a year later, it sort of grew into the idea of self-love supply and turning it more into a business and a community and a bit more of an organization than just my own personal blog. Yeah, and speaking about self-love, actually, um, what is one self-care thing everyone can do today? Well, I think, you know, the thing with self-care is that as long as it's something that makes you feel good and is good for you, it's it's good, you know, it doesn't yeah. have to be one specific thing, but I do think if I'm going to give one piece of advice, it's to take time to be alone with yourself and just alone with your thoughts so you can process and you can organize and you can dream, you know, and, and make goals for yourself because I think that that's the most important part of self-care is just knowing yourself and being there for yourself. Definitely. People like myself, too, who say, oh, we're too busy. We don't have time to do this today. How can we make, like, one specific time in a world full of craziness, actually? Well, yeah, it's such a good point because even I find myself all the time saying I don't have time for anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And it's, it's really hard, but I think it's about knowing what's important. And I think what for myself personally, I got to a point where I had to decide to take care of myself because when I wasn't, I was seeing the negative impacts of it. So spending, you know, putting myself first mm-hmm. and having days that like, you know, I just put less on my plate and, and accepting the fact that you know, sometimes you just can't handle everything. I think that's a really, really important part of self-care, too. That's it. I have the same journey, too. I was forced to take care of myself at once. So how has it helped you, though? Like, have you seen specific progress? Um, I, I've seen some progress. I've definitely seen... I want to say that I'm just more confident and comfortable with mm-hmm. myself and that's not to say that I don't struggle with things like that but I'm more sure of myself and I'm more you know open to new experiences and just in that way I really helped myself and I still think I have a long way to go like I'm nowhere near where I want to be and it's just it's something that's sort of like a daily daily reminder to like practice you know to get better yeah so speaking about like um Self-care and around those lines, is online a really good place to find inspiration? Because there's a lot of controversy surrounding that. Absolutely. And I think, like, the controversy is, you know, rightfully there. Because at first glance, it's not a welcoming community, something like Instagram. You know, when you're always comparing yourself to, like, these actually untrue photos, essentially. Yeah. Things or things that just, like, aren't normal you know and it's just it's hard because like that's that's what you see when you don't find your community and I think that there are small communities that exist like you can find your people on Instagram that actually do inspire you and that um you know show you something that actually puts a smile on your face instead of making you feel bad about yourself but I think that you have to look for it and you have to know where to look and you also have to, like, actively avoid not looking at the other things, right? Um, so it's, it's sort of something that you have to take the responsibility into your own hands and know what's good for you and what's not good for you because whether social media is good or bad, it's, it's here and it's a thing that exists mm-hmm. and we have to sort of use it in the best way for ourselves. Yeah, definitely. And for people just getting started, is there anyone you'd suggest to follow and or like look up to? Um, yeah, the, honestly, there's like, there's so many different accounts. If you sort of look, I don't want to necessarily name specific names, yeah. but there's a lot of different small companies that are female run, for example, or, you know, a lot of people out there promoting, there's even celebrities out there promoting you know, good things, and I don't want to, I'd rather name celebrity names, people like Demi Lovato, or, you know, like Iskra, like, everybody loves them, and for good reason, because they're genuinely being honest about their truths and their struggles, and that's what's inspiring, not, like, the idea of this perfect person that doesn't make mistakes, but the person who does make mistakes, Mm -hmm. and owns up to them, takes responsibility, and does better. Yeah, and that's so important when we're constantly surrounded by hate, especially at a young age. Exactly, and you know, I didn't have Instagram when I was young. I didn't have, you know, I I got Facebook in grade 8, and that's all that we had really, like, Mm -hmm. throughout high school, so it's not, like, I don't really know what it's like to compare myself so, so, so much at such a young age, but 
it's something I'm 24 now and I still struggle with it. It's a lot easier to scroll past and not really care, but it's, it's still in the back of your mind, you know? Yeah, that's it. We're always surrounded by it. So it'll always be there. Exactly. So speaking for the person struggling, where can they reach out really? Uh, I would suggest, you know, your friends and family always first. Don't be afraid. Even teachers, don't be afraid to be honest with them. And, you know, I know that not everyone's family is there for them in that way or doesn't necessarily believe in mental health issues, Mm -hmm. but there's someone in your life you can talk to, if not in your family, then at your school, or, you know, you can talk to Kids Help Phone or to other other phone numbers in your sort of region. I'm not sure where everyone listening to this is going to be from, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> but I, definitely, you know, like, the resources are in place, so wherever you are, just Google it, honestly. And, but I, on, I truly, first and foremost, talk to somebody in your life because just don't be afraid. Just don't be afraid to be honest with them. That's it, and shout-out to Kids Health Phone because you're amazing. And anyways, yeah. um... A kid's health phone now have a text line too, so I think that's a great yeah, resource. Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> and I know because it's hard to talk to people on the phone sometimes. I know that a lot of people struggle with anxiety about that, so yeah. it's nice that you can text for sure. And there's even other apps too that you can download and talk to people. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. speaking about that again, why is it important to reach out? Well, it's important to reach out for multiple reasons. I mean, first and foremost, for your own mental health. Um, And to know that there's someone that's there for you because everybody has somebody and you just, you know, need to reach out because people can't read your mind. And as much as you want people to know that you're hurting or struggling, like, they probably don't unless you tell them. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of just you know, the, the unfortunate truth of it. And so you need to kind of come out and talk about it. So that's the first reason. But the other really important reason is the more we talk about it, the less stigmatized it is. And the more we can help people that are afraid of talking about it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> not afraid about talking about it, then talk about it because we need more people who want to talk about it. The more people that talk about it, the less of a stigma there is. Exactly. So one day will be considered somewhat normal. Absolutely. And if we act, you know, not act, if we decide that it is because we know that it is a normal thing to talk about, and that word normal is, I mean, there's so much context. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Couldn't find a better word. (laughs) I know, don't worry. But, yeah, if we talk about it, then it becomes easier to talk about. Yeah. So... You know, just that that's really, like, the other reason that you should open up, I think. So, for um, family, friends, allies, basically, what is one thing they can do to support mental health initiatives? Well, I think definitely being there for people. Like, if you see your friend, you know, there are signs you can look for if your friend's being weirdly moody or not wanting to come out or having issues with their family or not doing well in school like there's so many reasons you you can be there for a friend and to just be watching out for your friends and knowing like making sure sorry that they know that you're there for them and that means saying hey I'm here for you outright saying it and and showing them that you're there for them and doing things for them when you see that they're hurting, you know? Yeah. It's it's all about the action, not the 
it's better to do something to then to ju- then to just talk about it. And obviously, talking is important, and that might be all your friend needs. But showing them that you're there for them is so important. Yeah, definitely. And last but not least, um, do you for the person struggling themselves? Do you have any advice or just words of wisdom? Um, not to sound cheesy, but you know, tomorrow's a new day, and I think that's something that I I still tell myself so 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 often. I struggle throughout the day, and you know, you have your ups and downs, and just know that after a down, there's always gonna be an up, and to just hold on and wait for it, and to get through the times that are maybe a little bit harder, and then really enjoy it when it's better, because like. The more you enjoy it, and the more that you know it's there, the more you can keep striving for it. Definitely. So I just want to thank Rachel for being my first ever guest, and I'm so <laughs> happy that I got to talk with you today. And you're so welcome. <laughs> thank you for listening, I guess. And bye.